The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. What's going on, everybody? This is part three of me ranking every Seinfeld episode. Part one covered from episodes 166 to 150. Part two covered from 149 to 134. Now we are covering numbers 133 through 120. Here we go. Here is a recap of the uh, part two. That was 149 to 134. Now let's go on to 133. The pony remark from season two. Jerry fears that an inappropriate comment he made at a dinner party caused his relative's subsequent death. Easy for me to say. To make matters worse, his her funeral is scheduled at the time of his baseball team is having its championship game. So this is the episode. It's kind of one of the first iconic scenes from Seinfeld. This is uh, in season two. When they were still early on. This is where they are at a dinner party and Manya is is there. All the all the the Seinfeld uh, relatives are there except for cousin Jeffrey and uh, Jerry is just cracking jokes and just being an idiot. And uh, he says, he says, um, why would anybody, why would anybody uh, like ponies? And, and uh, Manny says, I had a pony. We all had ponies. It was a beautiful pony and I loved him. And she freaks out. She leaves. uh, And then Everybody's looking at Jerry and he says, who leaves a country packed with ponies to come to a non-pony country? Uh, he's uh, so Manya dies. He thinks it's because of him. Um, Jerry has a baseball game and he, he can't go to the game because of the funeral. But during the funeral, it rains. So the game is rained out. So he does go. And when he does play in the championship game, he gets picked off. Um, for some weird reason, and they think it was Manya's spirit messing with him or something like that. Also, uh, this was also during the dinner party where uh, the first time we see Uncle Leo, who is one of my favorite characters ever. Hello! I, I love I love when he says hello because it's like, it's like just right from the start, he's starting a fight. He's like, hello. He's like, 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 let's go. Let's go. He's, you know, something's going to happen. I have relatives like that. So I can very much relate. Um, and he, t- and he starts, this is the first time we hear about cousin Jeffrey in the parks department. And, but we never saw cousin Jeffrey during the series. That was, that was always a, uh, maybe, maybe there should be a Seinfeld spinoff about cousin Jeffrey. Uh, also in this episode, Jerry and Kramer are, are talking and, Kramer says he's going to change the look of his apartment. He's going to build levels, levels, Jerry. And Jerry says, you're not going to do this. And they say, how much you want to bet? And, and so they make it a bet and then Kramer doesn't do it. And Jerry says, well, I wanted to bet. And Kramer says, no, you didn't. I didn't do it. So stupid thing like that. But anyway, um, this was the pony remark. Number 133. Number 132, The Diplomats Club from season six. This is where 
Jerry has a um, he's in an airport and it turns into a nightmare. And then Kramer bet Kramer is at the airport and he bets on arrival times with this rich Texan. And there's also a plot of basically Elaine getting fired by Mr. Pitt. Um, there's also a subplot of George's boss who look, who does look a lot like Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, he says he thinks uh, George thinks all black people look alike. So George tries to get um, his black friends to uh, to uh, to hang out to show that he has black friends in front of George's boss. There's a whole subplot about that. So um, the thing that brings this episode down is an, an extremely annoying character. And that is Katie, the publicist. I hated her. Hated her. Um, she freaked out over the pilot. And there was a subplot about the, the, the pilot wanted Jerry kicked off the plane. Then the whole thing about the pilot really don't care. Um, the the thing about Elaine and Mr. Pitts was interesting because Mr. Pitt was sick and he went to a pharmacy and he he actually sees Jerry and Jerry tells him to get some because I guess Jerry looks like a pharmacist or Jerry looks like someone that works there. He tells him to get some kind of uh, medication that actually makes Mr. Pitt worse. And this lady that works for Mr. Pitt thinks that Elaine is trying to, to sabotage him or kill him or something like that. So Mr. Pitt fires her. So that is the end of the Mr. Pitt um, era of, of Elaine's employment. Um, yeah, and there's Kramer and Earl, the Texan guy making bets. And then, you know, Kramer has a gambling problem and he's he's going crazy. And he uh, to you to get collateral, he gets. Newman to bring over the son of Sam's mailbag or something like that. Like, okay, but really, what 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 brings this episode down is Katie, the publicist. She is so she is one of the more annoying characters in all of Seinfeld. Um, Jerry does have a girlfriend. It is it is a supermodel that they briefly see. She he goes through all this trouble and and then but the but the uh, the pilot is. Um, uh, looking at him from outside, and oh, who cares? So that's one thirty-two, the Diplomats Club. One thirty-one, the Good Samaritan from season three. This is where Jerry dates a woman, who Jerry sees someone sideswipe a car. He goes to confront them, and it was this beautiful woman who uh, he starts dating. Um, but then he learns the victim of the of the uh, hit and run is actually someone he wants to date. And there is a plot where uh, George causes a divorce or George causes causes problems because um, the wife of Elaine's friends sneezes and the husband does not say bless you. And George does say bless you and the whole whole thing about that. So um, also, this is the episode where Kramer's has seizures while while listening to Mary Hearts from Entertainment Tonight. So um, that was a great scene when when uh, Jerry and Elaine are on the couch, they're watching entertainment tonight and Kramer is in, ba- in the background going absolutely crazy. The most crazy physical, uh, um, crazy physical comedy, crazy things he's doing. So that was that was very good. Um, yeah, so um, they tried to get people to say when you sneeze you are so good looking and that never caught on but they thought it would um 
so um it was robin uh, george's girlfriend was was robin that's who he 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 slept with um and uh there's also a plot where elaine is talking about um dating a a um someone that works at a um a bull what is it? What are those things called? A, a bullfighter. And his, his name was Eduardo Caraccio. And, but Jerry is also lying because he says that he, um, he doesn't tell Elaine that he um, encountered th this woman and, and wanted to date her. He says that he encountered this guy and went into a karate stance and, and fought him and all this stuff. And, and so, Elaine catches him in the lie, but Jerry catches her in the lie about the bullfighter. So, um, but it, it was funny when uh, Jerry said, Eduardo Caraccio. That was pretty funny. Um, another side note, the 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 victim of the hit and run, uh, her name was Becky Gelke. Um, she was actually Supergirl because, um, you know, there's a super Superman tie-in because uh, Jerry is, super, is obsessed with Superman. So it was 131, The Good Samaritan. 130, The Doodle from season six. George dates a girl from Elaine's art class and wonders whether or not her humorous character of him is a sign that she likes him or not. Also, Newman has fleas, so Jerry has to fumigate his apartment. And there's a thing with the a, a manuscript that gets caught in there and, and Elaine has to read it and she has to get the information from Kramer and Kramer is stuck in a fumigated apartment and he can't taste anymore. So he can't taste the Mackinac peaches. Okay. Whatever. Um, the, the girl that um, George was dating, that's uh, her name is Paula. I, she was from, if you watch the Drew Carey show, she was the, one of the main characters of the Drew Carey show. So that was, uh, that was pretty funny. Um, oh, also Jerry's parents are visiting and, um, Elaine, they because of the because of the fleas, Jerry, Jerry's parents couldn't stay at Jerry's place, but they would stay at this fancy hotel that Elaine got because of this job thing. And so Jerry's parents and uh, and Nana is it acts like complete crazy. And, and I believe um, Uncle Leo was there, too. They act like complete the, the, like they take advantage of like, Oh, we could do whatever we, we want and, and spend, you know, thousands of dollars on room service and all this stuff. Cause they think they don't have to pay for it. And Elaine ends up um, getting screwed from that. Um, also, this is the one where um, Jerry's girlfriend was Shelly who would eat a, a pecan and then spit it out and put it on the table. And of course, Jerry is a germ freak and that, that, that freaked him out. Um, there's a funny line from this um, when Jerry says, I know the chunky that left these chunkies. Um, by the way, those, those Mackinac peaches, that's not a real thing. They're, they were that was just invented. Um, also, this was there was a scene where George confronts um, the girlfriend and he says, uh, you, you, you don't even care what I look like. You, and, you, and she said, you could drape yourself in velvet for all I care. So I believe there was a scene where George draped himself in velvet. Um, by the way, I believe not that this matters, but I think the manuscript was in the refrigerator. That's why when they went in, they couldn't find it. Just, a, just a hunch. 
Number 129, The Burning. Elaine finds out that Putty is religious. Kramer pretends to have gonorrhea. And Jerry's new girlfriend has a tractor story. Um, also, this is um, this is a great plot of George perfects the showmanship art of going out on a high note during meetings with Mr. Kruger. So this is actually a valuable life lesson for all you out there. And this is something I do all the time. Leave them always leave on a high note. Don't linger. Don't don't let the conversation drag on and on and on. Just just if you if you have a short conversation, leave on a high note and you're done. That's that's actually a great uh great advice. Um so yeah, Putty is is religious and um he basically says that Elaine's going to hell because she's not religious. And it turns out at the end, Putty's going to hell too. I mean, hey, Putty, you're having premarital sex. So what's what's the deal there? Um, the, the Jerry's girlfriend was Sophie who had the tractor story. He couldn't figure out what the tractor story was. Turns out the tractor story was that she got gonorrhea by being on a tractor wearing a bikini. <laughs> uh that was that was that was good that was a good one uh so that was 129 the burning oh yeah so the whole thing about kramer pretending to have gonorrhea is he and um what's his name the uh mickey were were uh were actors that were pretending to have various diseases so that the medical students can figure out what they were uh what what disease they had and kramer really really got dramatic about his gonorrhea <laughs> and he said um he said he said what what symptoms do you have he's like the burning of a lost love and also the burning when i pee um and then he tries to take jaundice with uh liver liver problems from from mickey and they fight about that so uh, that was that was a pretty good plot so that was 129 the burning Number 128, The Wait Out. A comment from George ends up, oh, this is from season seven. A comment from George ends up causing a married couple to get divorced and Jerry and Elaine to date their soon to be exes. And Kramer tries wearing jeans. So this was uh, Beth and David Luckner, who Beth Luckner was um, Grace from Will and Grace. That's what Deborah Messing. And, um, and the husband was Carrie Ellis, who was uh, he was from um, what's that movie with Andre the Giant? Um, it'll come to me. Uh, but um, so Kramer is wearing tight jeans and he actually got injured in a scene for real uh, where Jerry was trying to pull off the jeans. He, he hurts his uh, he, he hurts his his, um, his back. Um, but. Yeah, George George says to the couple, uh, because why I forget why he said that, because she was a doctor or something. He was just a salesman. And and George says, wow, you could have done a lot better than him. And it, it leads them to <laughs> break up. Um, and then at the end, the um, the husband does the same thing to George when George is with Susan. And he says he gets back to him and says, "Wow, you to, to Susan." So you could have done a lot better than him. And you, it makes you think that Susan is thinking, hmm, "Maybe I could have done a lot better than him." Uh, but it's actually she was just thinking about the chicken for the wedding or something like that. Um, so th there was just a plot of uh, 
Elaine and Jerry were waiting out their relationship because they were just waiting for them to break up because Jerry wanted to be with um with the Deborah Messing character and then Elaine wanted to be with the guy. Uh, but then George feels terrible about it and goes over to Beth Luckner's house to to just try to straighten it up. And they tried to prevent him from doing that because because Elaine and Jerry wanted to hook up with them. So um, there was a funny line um, that um, Jerry says they're grieving. They're grieving. Time is a luxury I can't afford. Um, and then there was some plot where. Kramer was babysitting and I forget what was going. He was, he was chasing the kid and then the, Mickey had to pretend to be the kid. Um, so he was sleeping in the bed and then the mother comes and, and she says good night to the kid and it's Mickey. And she's like, she's like, good night, honey. And he's like, and his, you know, gruff was like, good night. And she freaks out. That was a good scene. That was a good scene. That was 128, the wait out. Number 127, the ticket. This is from season four. Newman uses Kramer as his witness when the former refuses to pay for a speeding ticket. Uh, this is actually, this is, uh, I wasn't sure whether to use this as, a, as part of a one hour thing or because I believe it was a one hour episode uh, combined with the uh, um, episode, the pitch um, where, where, Jerry and George make the pitch to the NBC executives. Um, but there's the whole thing with crazy Joe Davola, crazy Joe Davola kicks Kramer in the head and makes him basically go, go a little weird for, for a while. He, he only puts one pant leg on. He only shaves one part side of his uh, face. Uh, but, but Newman has a ticket and he, and he fights it. So he uses Kramer and he tells him that he was he was speeding because he was helping Kramer because Kramer was suicidal because he couldn't be a banker. Okay, great. Um, Yo-Yo-Ma! <laughs> Remember, Kramer kept just yelling Yo-Yo-Ma <laughs> throughout the episode. Um, there was also a plot where the... Um, they're scared of, of crazy Joe Davola. They're in the, they're in monks and they say to the um, cop, Hey, can you escort us? We're scared. This guy's uh, this, this guy's after us. And the guy says, yeah, sure. Let me just have, let me just have something to eat. So he, he gets, he gets a meal. He gets all this stuff. He takes forever. Um, and, and at one point Jerry says, you know, a muffin can be very filling. Okay. Uh, by the way, the cop in that he is also he played a cop in another thing that was Tackleberry from Police Academy. Probably just something that I cared about. But um, this is also there's also a scene where Jerry and George are going to see the executive, the NBC executives, and he they see Uncle Leo. They're running late, so they have to tell Uncle Leo like, "Sorry, we can't talk." And Uncle Leo gets all hurt and offended, but also. Jerry's watch isn't working, so he throws it away, and Uncle Leo picks up the watch from the, watch from the trash. So that, that comes up in another episode. Um, this is also where the NBC executives say, "Okay, yeah, let's let's uh, let's do a show, let's do a pilot," and they make an offer to Jerry 
and George of like 13,000 or something like that, or some, some low number and George is insulted. And he says, I can't live knowing Ted Danson makes more than me. Okay, cool. Uh, so um, it's very rare to have a, um, something from season four because i thought season four was was maybe the best season the whole show within the show thing of the of the pilot that that um one one of my favorite things ever so that was 127 the ticket number 126 the smelly car from season four after dinner jerry gets back to gets his car back from the valet he and elaine get in the car and realize that the valet has really bad bo okay this plot was uh, it was okay i mean i know this is you know it's possible but this bo like invaded everything it, it infected everybody that was that was near it um also there was a plot where george gets reacquainted with susan and discovers that he she's she's in a lesbian relationship now and he thinks that he drove her to lesbianism but kramer dates susan's girlfriend they are in the um in the um block by the video rental place and george is renting rochelle rochelle a young girl's strange erotic journey from milan to minsk but he didn't rewind rochelle rochelle and he had to pay for the rewind fee but he kept it because it would be easier to keep it another day and then to rewind it and bring it back, you know, for you kids out there, you know, that's what we just have to do. We have to, we have to, we have to rewind your, the tapes. Uh, there was, there was a line that uh, Elaine says, is it possible? I'm not as attractive as I think I am. Um, one thing about this, this whole smelly car plot, if they had this, uh, valet that had rampant BO and horrible BO. Why didn't he infect all the other cars? And why didn't all the other customers complain? Why was it just that one customer that complained? That was a bit of a plot hole. Um, there's also a good line where someone says, This isn't even this, even if this even isn't BO, it's beyond BO, it's BBO. Um, and then the great line where George says, Amazing. I drive him to lesbianism. He brings him right back. So um, Susan just hates Kramer because he's he stole her girlfriend. And then there's a scene where George is talking to Susan and, and consoling her for losing the girlfriend. He's like, you, you, you're you just get back out there. There's you're you're there's there's plenty of girls out there for you. So um, he's all he was all concerned that uh, that Susan drove him to lesbianism or George drove, drove her to lesbianism. So um, so that was good stuff. 126, the smelly car. Number 125, the bottle deposit from season seven. This is where the garage mechanic steals Jerry's car. Elaine tries to win Jay Peterman's JFK presidential golf clubs at an auction. Um, George has to work on a mysterious assignment and Kramer and Newman are running a recycling scam. So this was a, actually a two-part episode. Um, what bring this down, what brought this down was the whole thing with Tony, the mechanic. I hated that character, hated, hated that whole thing. He was just, he just, it just went uh, way overboard. Um, the whole thing with Kramer and Newman and the recycling thing. I think we all thought this. I think we all, when you look in the bottle, it says, you know, New York, five cents, Michigan, 10 cents. And you think, well, if, if it's, if it's more in Michigan, why don't I take him to Michigan? 
just get a whole bunch of them and take them to Michigan and make some money. And, uh, you know, Kramer says he couldn't, he couldn't crunch the numbers, but because Newman used a mail truck, they, for, um, that, that, that worked, um, by the way, that's illegal. Don't try that. It is prohibited by Michigan law to return bottles from out of state. So don't, don't try that thing. Actually, somebody did do that. And it was, it was a scam involving, they didn't take them to Michigan, but they, they worked out with like different like distributors and stuff and, and, and supermarkets and stuff to try to scam the system and they got caught. Um, so, um, but they do get a truckload of, of, uh, cans. They take them to Michigan while taking them to Michigan. They run into Tony, the mechanic who stole Jerry's car. There's a whole thing about, um, him not taking care of the car properly. And, um, this whole thing about, uh, like a homicide investigation about this car. It was, it was pretty, pretty stupid. Um, the whole thing with George and, uh, Mr. Wilhelm in the, in the project, he didn't know what the project was. Um, uh, there was a, there was a scene where, um, Mr. Wilhelm says, well, it's, you got to go downtown. The key is downtown. It's in the song. And so George and Jerry are singing the song um, when you blah, 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 downtown. And they were trying to figure out your clues from that. This is the first episode to use a cell phone. There is a fun thing that you can do with a lot of the earlier episodes of Seinfeld that basically say, if they had a cell phone, could they have, would this have been like a five minute episode? Like for example, the Chinese restaurant or something like that. And the answer is yes. <laughs> uh, there was a lot where, where it easily could have been solved by a cell phone. Um, but uh, the, the, so, so Kramer and Kramer and Newman drop the whole recycling scam to catch the Tony, the mechanic catching uh, Jerry's car and he um they they have to lose weight so they drop off all the they throw away all the all the bottles and then kramer loses weight by kicking uh, newman out of the car in the middle of nowhere <laughs> um newman stumbles upon a farm and there's a farmer and a farmer's daughter who is this, this really pretty girl and he says you can stay here as long as you want just don't touch my daughter which is the stupidest plot ever um but that was that was good uh interesting note from that you know newman did a lot of running in that episode and he actually got um he was out of shape and he actually um had some heart problems or had some kind of health scare because of all the running from this episode and it led him to improve his health and lose weight and so in in a way this uh, this episode um Help save uh, Wayne Knight Knight's life. It says 125, the bottle deposit. Number 124, the doll from season seven. George freaks out when he discovers that Susan has a doll that looks exactly like his mother. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, also, Jerry decides to use a bit on the Charles Grodin show when a prop gets destroyed in his carry-on luggage. But fellow comedian Sally Weaver screws up his bit by bringing him the wrong doll. Um, there's also a plot with Frank Costanza and Kramer playing pool, and the maestro is there. And there's a plot with Elaine trying to get um, the autograph of the other guy in the uh, the three tenors. 
Um, and there's a plot where the maestro doesn't wear pants, so they don't get wrinkled. So then none of the guys wear pants. So that was funny. But what brings us down is Sally Weaver, played by Kathy Griffin, who is the literal. I'm saying this right now. She is the worst character in all of Seinfeld. Bar none. Number one with a bullet. The worst. Um, otherwise, this was this was a, an OK episode, by the way. Uh, th- there was a there was a, a running gag. They kept saying, you know, the three tenors I was like, well, there's there's Pavarotti, Domingo and the other guy. <laughs> and they kept saying the other guy. By the way, the other guy's name is Jose Carreras, in case you care. But anyway, so that's 124, the doll. Number 123, the opera from season four. Elaine unknowingly is dating crazy Joe Davola, who has just left a threatening message on Jerry's recorder. And they all go to the opera. Okay. Um, there is there's one scene that really brought this down. Uh, by the way, the, the threatening message on Jerry's recorder, um, Crazy Joe DeVoe said something about, I have a hair on my tongue. Don't you hate when that happens? You should know. You put it there. Um, kind of a kind of a funny um, line um there was a scene where um kramer and george are scalping opera tickets that was that was pretty funny um but what really brings this episode down is when elaine does a pop-in to pop in on her boyfriend joey um and it's and he is she had he has pictures of her that he took like from a from a from a telescopic lens. He's like, oh yeah, I took pictures of you walking here and there, coming out of the shower. Just super, 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 super creepy. And then she tries to leave and he wouldn't let her. Sorry, I know it's a comedy. There's nothing funny about that. He was he was going to trap her and, and do do who knows what. You know, I think that that went way beyond uh, <laughs> anything in a comedy. Um Elaine, you know, uses um um, I think she uses Banaka or something like that to a sprain his face to, to get away from him. So not, not cool, not funny crossing the line. Um, so, so crazy Joe Devola dresses up as a clown to go to the opera to, I guess, confront Jerry and Elaine or whoever. And um, Kramer's trying to, to scalp the, the opera tickets and crazy Joe Devola is, is there. He, he sees crazy Joe Devola in, in the clown thing. Crazy Joe Davola is supposed to know Kramer, so why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he know? Or maybe he did. I don't know. But Kramer did not know Crazy Joe Davola, although he, he he suspected something. But still, that was that was kind of a funny line. But um, and it was kind of funny when Elaine and Jerry figured out that they were talking about the same person. So that was one twenty three, the opera. Number one twenty two, the soup from season six. This is the one. This is not the soup Nazi. This is the soup. This is where Jerry accepts an Armani suit from Kenny Banya. And all he has to do is treat him to a meal. Elaine dates a bounder from England. Kramer decides to eat fresh and gets rid of his refrigerator. And George tries to go out with a girl, but that it goes horribly wrong. So let's start with Jerry. Um, Kenny Banya, his he's working out. This is I think is the first time we see Kenny Banya, and I'm not 
I'm on the fence. Is Kenny Banya annoying or is he awesome? Or is he just in the middle? Um, you know, I asked around and I get some of them. Some say great. Some say bad. He does not use the line that we know. He does, this is not the, he does not include the, scene, the Ovaltine scene where he says, that's gold, Jerry. That's gold. It's not in this episode. Um, but the, it, it brings up the debate because um, he gets the Armani suit from, from Kenny Banya. And he says, all you have to do is take me to a nice dinner. So Jerry takes him to this nice restaurant and only gets his soup. And Jerry says, well, that's the meal, right? He's like, no, that's not the meal. I'm not hungry. Um, so that, so that was the whole debate is, is soup a meal? I think it is. I think in certain situations it is definitely if you use crackers, if you use crackers with your soup, that's a meal. And if it's a bowl, if it's a bowl, on a cup, if it's just a cup, not, not a meal, but a bowl soup. That is a meal. Um, the what brought this episode down was the Elaine boyfriend who was so annoying. Simon, he would he just he he just like was a mooch. Um, he treated Elaine horribly. He was just a horrible person, and she couldn't get rid of him. It was just really annoying. Um, so the thing with George was um, that he was he he wanted to go out with. Uh, her name was Kelly. She was a waitress. Funny thing about Kelly is um, she's what's known as a double dipper <laughs> in terms of she's she was she was a character in this episode. She was a character, also a character in another episode back in season, I believe, two or three. Um, she was Marlene. She was the one that hated Jerry's act. Uh, that was the whole punchline from from that episode. So now she's back as Kelly. Um, so she goes out with, with George, or they're doing a walk, uh, just, just walking through a park and they encounter some horse manure and George does this bit about, um, the word manure. It's like, you know, ma isn't bad and nor isn't bad. So put them together. It's bad, but, but to, separately ma and nor are okay. And they, at, at that point, she makes up a story about having a boyfriend. <laughs> I gotta agree. That's a that's a horrible joke. That's a terrible joke. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. And also, Kramer had a girlfriend, Hildy. So they had to uh, from from another restaurant, which um, there was a whole scene of um, Elaine wanted a big salad, but they didn't make big salads. It, it was basically a terrible restaurant, but they had to go there because George didn't get a, because it, it ended badly with with that waitress. So there's a whole thing about that. But Kramer had this girlfriend who's Hildy, who is a waitress, who is super hungry. But George, Kramer got rid of his refrigerator. So he had to go to Jerry's to grab a bunch of food. And like, I don't, I don't know. That was dumb. But anyway, the English guy brought, brought this episode down. So 122, The Soup. Number 121, The Friars Club from season seven. Jerry has a hard time getting membership in The Friars Club. When the Flying Sando brothers take his jacket during a show, Elaine suspects that a new co-worker, Rob Schneider, is faking a hearing disorder to get out of doing work. Okay. And then there's a there's a plot where Kramer doesn't sleep and and uh is dating a girl who won't be seen with him in public, um, but then thinks he's dead. So um she has him thrown into the river. <laughs> uh the, the, the what, what brought this down was the flying Sando brothers. They came up and they went into their went into where they were sitting and said, give me your jacket. And, and, and Jerry gives them the jacket and they just throw it away. Like what? 
what is that? You 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 just took someone's jacket. What's what's that's that's really dumb. Um, this was um, so so Jerry was with uh this this girl Hallie who was friends with Susan, and George was all excited about this because if if Jerry was with Hallie with the, the Susan's friend, then they could always be together. And they could be like the Gatsby's, which is not a thing. Maybe there's characters from the great Gatsby, but not the Gatsby's anyway. Um, so yeah, there, there's that whole thing. And then he sours on her and then she, because of the jacket and then she sours on him and that just, who cares? Um, but the, the whole thing about uh, Bob, who's who's uh, played by Rob Schneider, is he kept faking having a hearing aid and Elaine wasn't sure, but he actually he actually it turns out was hard of hearing or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but that was that was that was that. But the, 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 for me, the flying Sandoz brothers brought brought down this episode. So that was 121, the Friars Club. Is that it? I guess that's it. Okay. So we're only doing to 121 today. Uh, so, okay. So that's it for part three. Um, I try to do these once a week. It is, um, it's, it's hard finding the time to, to watch 15 episodes a week. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm having a great time doing this, but it is also a little time consuming. So uh, bear with me. Hoping to put one of these out um, once a week. Um, hope you like them. I am. I apologize. I I hate doing um, episodes with just me talking. That's why I always try to have someone on my podcast. But uh, I I'm doing my best here. I listened to the last episode and I said um about three million times. So I apologize for that. I probably did it again this time. I'm sorry, but anyway, uh, stay tuned for the next uh, next batch of episodes probably in a week. And I'll see you later. Bye.